What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie, or in this case, the greatest TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, and it is finally here, and that is The Last of Us, the brand new TV series for HBO Max. I am very excited to talk about this episode with y'all. Every week, I am going to review The Last of Us every episode individually. So typically on TV show reviews, I'll watch like the first three episodes and then review those and then the next three and so on and so forth. But I feel like this is a a really great opportunity to take a deeper dive into each individual episode rather than doing three episodes at once where I can just basically just skim over uh, each episode, right? So that was my kind of thought process behind doing it uh, one episode at a time as it airs. Now, am I going to review this episode the night it comes out and drop this episode? No. I, I'm probably going to drop said reviews almost a week after the episode comes out, just so it gives everybody a chance to, to watch the episode. Like, I am reviewing this episode tonight on Saturday, January 21st. So the new episode comes out tomorrow on the 22nd. So I'm probably going to be uh, doing it that way, just so it gives everybody plenty of time to catch up on that week's episode and then come to this week's podcast episode. So I'm going to recap episode one, which is titled When You're Lost in the Darkness, and then I will give you my overall impressions of that episode. But yeah, The Last of Us, I've been very, very excited to to watch the series, I was an highly anticipated TV series, okay? I'm a huge fan of the first one. It's one of my top 10 favorite games of all time. Uh, part 2 was just a phenomenal game. It, it didn't quite hit up to Part 1 for me personally. I think the gameplay was definitely better, but in terms of a story, it definitely lacked a little bit in terms of uh, being compared to the first game. And I, I'm not going to talk about the controversies and all that crap with part two. But here's here's how this series is going to work. I am not in the the spot to compare game versus TV show or game versus movie. I've never done that on this podcast. I've always said that, oh, this isn't like this. But I never hold it against a movie or a TV series. I want to take the TV series for what it is. It's going to be different, okay? It's going to do things differently just because the medium is different. Now, I will compare, for the most part, one thing on this first episode, and that is the opening act. That is the the, the opening sequence of the first game versus the opener of this TV series. I think it's very important to, to talk about that. If you have any thought, any inkling inside your mind that you are going to play the Last of Us, personally, I would not watch this series. So if you are thinking, hey, I kind of want to play that game, but the, the series is already out, I kind of want to experience the, the TV series, and then I'll go play the video game. To me, the opener of of The Last of Us Part 1 is an all-time opener. I, I don't think any game will ever top the opener to that game. In terms of the gameplay, there's not much there for the uh, for the Last of Us Part One. It's the story. It, it sets the tone for the story and where you're going to go 
uh, for the next 25, 30 hours in that game. So me personally, I would stop this review right now if you have any thought of continuing like the game or going to the game in the near future. I would say play the game first because the game is unlike any other game that you will ever play. And this show is so far in episode one, a really, really good adaptation of the game so far in episode one. I'm not saying it's one to one. I think they've kind of they kind of built upon what the game couldn't tell us or or explore. They've done that in this episode so far. So, personally, I say go play the game first. It's it's 25, 30 hours, I think, or 20 to 30 hours, something some along those lines. I, I think you could beat that in a reasonable amount of time. Shout out to that. And then come back to the series before the series is even finished, depending on how often you can play video games and whatnot. But personally, I say go experience the game first and then come to the series. But it's not a prerequisite. I think they did a great job of explaining everything in episode one. So it gives me a lot of hope that you don't need the game to enjoy this series. And so far, in just the first episode, that is the case. So if you don't feel like you're going to play the game, then by all means, just skip it and just watch the series. I don't think you're going to be wrong in that regard, but if you've ever had the little the little thought in your head that, hey, I'm going to play this game someday, go play it now. Go play it now so you're not spoiled because there are going to be spoilers all over Facebook, social media, yada, yada, yada. Okay, Your friends are going to be talking about the show, and they are going to ruin that first little bit for you, and that is so key. That is one of the best moments in video games of all time. I don't think I've ever had my jaw drop in a video game quite like how I did with The Last of Us. Shout out to that as well. So to me personally, go play it and then come back to the series. But it's not a prerequisite. You can definitely experience the show for the first time. Uh, Episode 1, of course. uh, I haven't watched anything past that point. So with that being said, there will be spoilers from here on forth for the game, for the show. So... You have been warned. So first things first, let's jump into the recap of episode one, which is titled When You're Lost in the Darkness. In 2003, a mass fungal infection sparks a global pandemic and turns its victims into bloodthirsty attackers. This is very, like, it hits very close to home for a lot of people because we just went through a pandemic. And with that being said, there is a podcast called the uh, The Last of Us uh, HBO or something like that on, on Spotify and other podcast services. It's where Troy Baker, who plays Joel in the game, uh, interviews and talks with uh, Craig Mazin and then Neil Druckmann, from the creators of, of the TV series. Neil Druckmann is one of the creators of the actual game. So they go through like their process of creating the show and their thought processes behind... Uh, a lot of their decisions and whatnot. Very, very good first episode on that podcast where they actually explain a lot of their decisions. Highly recommend going to check that out uh, after you watch the uh, the first episode. But of course, you know you definitely want to listen to this podcast before you jump into that. You know, I, I got I got to plant the little advertisement there, right? But anyways, back to the recap. Joel flees with his daughter Sarah as the fungus starts to spread, but she is killed by a soldier who attacks them while Joel is saved by his brother Tommy. 20 years later, Joel lives in the Boston quarantine zone managed by the Federal Disaster 
Response Agency, a.k.a. Fedra. Uh, he lives as a smuggler with his partner, Tess. When Tommy fails to contact them from his location in Wyoming, they try to buy a car battery from a local dealer, but it is instead sold to the Fireflies, a rebel group that opposes Fedra. Attempting to retrieve it, they find the deal has gone awry, and Marlene, the Firefly's wounded leader, begs Joel and Tess to take young Ellie to the old state house in exchange for supplies. They are caught by a soldier while sneaking out, and Ellie stabs him when he tests them for in uh, he tests them for infection. Sorry, when the soldier tries to shoot her, Joel beats him to death. Tess realizes Ellie is infected, but Ellie promises them she will not turn. They enter a biological contamination area to flee the pursuing Fedra soldiers, and that's where the episode ends. So, what did I think about episode one? When you're lost in the darkness. I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was phenomenal. I don't know if this first episode could have been any better. I was very curious going into the series of whether or not, quote unquote, the moment was going to work in, like, it's kind of like, do you catch lightning in a bottle twice kind of thing. I I wasn't sure they were going to be able to do it twice. Like I said earlier, the moment in the game was one of the most shocking moments, one of those jaw-dropping moments, something that just destroyed your heart, and it happened in the first 30 minutes of the game. So the question was that I had for the, for the show was, would it be able to replicate that moment in a TV series? And I was cautious of it. I didn't think they could do it. And I had heard good things about the moment in in this particular episode that they said, oh, this is better than the game. And I was like, is it though? Because the the game was absolutely amazing. So I, I wasn't sure what to think going into this episode because I, I truly believe that is the best moment in, in a game almost ever, okay? That is one of the best storytelling moments ever. So I had very, very high expectations coming into this into this episode. And that's kind of why I want to start off with the moment. So like I mean I've already done spoilers for, for The Last of Us. So if you're this far into it, you you've already you've already fucked up. Alright. So the whole episode, up to that point, we get this slow, methodical, tense episode up to the point that Joel's daughter Sarah gets shot. It, it's a slow builder. I, I was I was really really loving. Okay, they have this slow building tension. All right, even with the score, the score is there and it's subtle, but you know it's there. Okay, you're, you're on the edge of your seat, especially for people that have played the game. You're like, all right, when's it gonna happen? When is shit gonna go down? And I thought the creators did a great job of kind of slowly building that. Okay, and in the game. The first 30 minutes is through the eyes of Sarah. And they did a great job of doing that exact same thing with the show. The first, I don't know, 30 minutes is through the eyes of Sarah. And I thought that was a great choice was to basically do the exact same thing. But the thing with adaptations is do you do a one-to-one copy? I don't think you do. I'm not one of those people that sits here and says, that is nothing like the game. Now, there's a point where you do completely different things and it's 
almost nothing like the game whatsoever other than some names, right, of the characters. When it came to The Last of Us, all I said was I want it to stick true to the source material, but I don't want a one-to-one copy. I want them to expand on the story that is already there. I want them to expand on the characters that are already there. If I wanted if I wanted the video game, I would just go play the video game. If I wanted that story, I would just go do that. Okay? I have the game at home. I can play it anytime. I don't want a one-to-one copy. So with that in mind, when the when the when the show is happening, that's what I'm getting. I'm getting an expansion of those characters uh, in those moments. So it's not a, a direct one-to-one copy. And I love that slow building tension of, okay, you, you see some of the emergency services happening. The, the cops and the uh, fire department EMS are speeding down, the, uh, speeding down the road while she's in the watch shop, right? And then we get the scenes with the, with the neighbor, okay? And she, you can see her slowly turning. She doesn't know what's happening. Uh, Sarah's, okay, not seeing it, but the dog notices it. And you see, like, little subtle things with the, with the old lady, right? And they just do such a great job of slowly building that. And it just gives you on the edge of your seat. Like, okay, we know old granny is going to turn. When is it gonna? When is it gonna? When's it gonna happen? Where is it going to happen? Okay, they wouldn't focus so much on this one character if it wasn't going to be Sarah versus old lady, right? So you know it's happening, and they did such a great job of kind of framing that and also kind of hinting at future things that are just about to happen. Okay, and I thought they did a fantastic job of that. And then shit goes down. And the world is falling apart, and it's it's almost kind of like things just happen at the snap of a finger, which is, I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. Okay, it, it all happens very quickly because you either get bitten and and whatnot, or you get infected. So I, I'm not opposed to any of that. So shit's going down. Now, Grant, let me let me say this: this isn't happening over the course of like ten minutes. This is hours in the day sarah falls asleep she wakes up and then she goes next door and then we have the uh, old, old lady attacking her and it's a great tense scene and then we have joel who does his best debo impression to the old lady and just just straight up just kills her okay and i, I loved how joel shifts from this playful dad in the first little bit of that episode into this super protector, and he doesn't care about anyone else other than his brother and his daughter. Most importantly, his daughter. Like we see him bypassing a car, a family on the in, on the on, on the road who is stranded, and they're asking for help. He's like, "No, nope, keep on going. We're all that matters." And I, I love that. And it's a drastic shift from that playful dad to super protector. And I, I really love that. I love the big change, and the writing is so good. It just makes you care and be invested in these characters so much more than if it was just like your typical run-of-the-mill zombie show. Which, by the way, do y'all remember that that super zombie craze of the early like 2010s? Maybe like around 2009, something like that, when The Walking Dead came out. And then it was just like everything was zombies. The, there were so many movies about zombies, TV shows, well, you know, all kinds of games and shit like that. Well, The Walking Dead, after 
I don't know, maybe about four seasons, maybe before that, it just became stale at some point, mainly because my biggest issue with The Walking Dead was they increased their episodes per season from, I don't know, like 10 and 12 to like 16, and that was the worst decision that show could have ever made because, to me personally, I think TV series and seasons should be right around that 10 max of 13 episodes because I feel like the the storytelling is a little bit tighter. Like, go and look at, like, Daredevil and The Punisher. I think those seasons are are so much better for having less episodes in it. You, you, you're able to focus on those characters and that story, and not as not necessarily, like, B-plots, C-plots. And that is the biggest issue with, like, Arrow, The Flash, uh... Even Smallville and all kinds of episodes, all kinds of seasons that are, or TV series, excuse me, that are the uh, 22 episodes, 23 episodes variety. So after that huge craze, this feels fresh. This feels fresh. It, it's unique. It has better writing, and yeah, the the cordyceps kind of fungus infection of creating the zombies is is very unique, and it. It's something that I think people are going to absolutely love once the series kind of gets going and builds up some steam. So I'm definitely looking forward to the uh, to the rest of the series just based on that aspect alone. But let's rewind a little bit and go back to the moment, which is kind of where I want to spend most of this this review talking about. You know, right off the bat, they do such a great job of building that relationship between Sarah and Joel. They have good chemistry, the good writing on top of that. It just makes you invested in those characters. And I think 100% you need to be invested in that relationship and in those characters for her death to just absolutely rip your heart out. Because let's say, this, let's put it this way. Let's say they just half-ass uh, develop Sarah and that relationship with Joel. You don't really give a damn when she gets killed. You're like, oh, that kind of sucks. But no. Especially in the game, especially in the show, when we have spent a little bit of time with them and seen that their their personalities and how well they love each other and and all that stuff, when she dies, it's just like, oh, dude, you you kind of feel that that heartbreak, that that torment, that misery, the anguish that Joel feels when he knows that Sarah is dying, and Tommy even says it right at the bat. He's like. Dude, you're, this is it, man. You're not saving her. And to me, as a parent, I played this game for the first time as a parent. So I didn't play it before or, you know, before I had kids. So knowing that side of the uh, side of the coin, that side of the story, and being kind of invested with that aspect of that character relationship, you know, being a father, it just, it hurts you so much more. You know, it's it's absolutely gut wrenching to see him lose his daughter like that. Because then you start thinking about, fuck, man, what if what if that was my daughter? You know, and it just absolutely destroys your feels. Absolutely destroys them. And I, I think that whole moment works because they did the legwork. They they built up her character in those first thirty minutes, and then they did a little bit of Joel. Okay, they did a little bit of Joel, they, but it was mainly through the eyes of of Sarah that that relationship was built and I I believe wholeheartedly that if they had not done that that moment would not have worked 
And I, I think they did a better job this time around with the moment because they took the time to show us what she does in her daily life. It's not just she wakes up at night and you go you go through the 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 zombie craze, okay? The the attack's not happening. The infection hasn't started yet, okay? Like the game has. So I think they did a fantastic job of of how they started the show off. And before even that even happens, they started off with with the uh, with the doctor talking about fungal infections being the being the destruction of the world, not necessarily like viruses or stuff like that. So it's interesting that they started that off with because to me personally, and I, I got this from the uh, the Last of Us podcast where they kind of review the episodes with the creators. You know, it's not something that just happened all of a sudden. This is something that people knew about, you know, decades in advance and through through our own, I guess, weakness or inability to to fix things. It just happened, right? And I, I, I like that aspect of it. I love how the, the show starts off. And I wasn't expecting that, honestly. I was expecting it to just start off with kind of like the game. But they went this route, and I think it worked out for the better. And a couple more things before we wrap up this episode. After the moment, we get a lot of storytelling in, in just a little bit of time. And I, I think that, I don't want to say it felt rushed, because it wasn't rushed, but it, it did feel slightly convoluted at times. I, I think they could have done a maybe a little bit better job of explaining who Fedra was and all that good stuff. For the for the new people. I mean I knew who they were. But as a as a newcomer to the series, it might feel a little bit complicated with some of the things that are going on. I, I think they did utilize some of the um the fan experience with the game to kind of build upon what was going on in the back half of this episode. But that's just a personal opinion of mine. After Sarah's death, Joel gives no fucks. That dude is tossing kids into a fire left and right, and he has no issues with it. And I think that's good storytelling right there because we kind of know where Joel is. He is broken, and this is 20 years later. He is still broken, and he has nothing. Honestly, he has nothing to live for, right? He has all this rage inside, which leads to him to beating that uh, security guard, not security guard, but the... Uh, the soldier, the him beating him to death was all built out of rage. And on the flip side of that, I, I loved how they did a quick flashback. Nice little touch to have that quick flashback to Joel being held at gunpoint before his daughter got killed. Joel beats the shit out of that cop, out of that soldier. And I love how it ends with that little cliffhanger with Ellie being bitten. And she's trying to tell people, oh, I'm not, I'm I'm not turned, you know? So the whole flashback sequence I thought was a nice little touch because we get him being held at gunpoint at the very beginning of the movie. And then now all that rage just unleashed on this soldier. And I thought that was the perfect little touch to, to end the episode on. And then on the flip side, we have Ellie, who we didn't get a ton of time with. Now, that is probably the one thing of the series so far in the first episode that I'm not 100% sold on. I, I don't know if I like Bella Ramsey as Ellie. There's that one girl. I don't know her name. She played in Justified. She was a... I think she aged out of the role, which is why she didn't get, get the role originally. But she would have been my perfect choice for Ellie because, one, she looked almost exactly like Ellie. And, two, was a decent actress. 
Bella Ramsey, I, I wouldn't say is a is a bad actress. She just feels very stiff, and it feels very rehearsed with her acting in this first episode. I'm also kind of projecting how much I love the character of Ellie and how her personality is is in the game. So I'm I'm kind of using that. I I realized that I'm I I said earlier that I was not going to use the game as much of a, a critique on the show. I am in this case. It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want, right? So I, I do feel like I I need more with Bella Ramsey in this role, and I hope and I, I've I've heard and read through reviews that the relationship between her and Joel in this in this series is really really great and it gets better so i'm hoping that is the case it's just a first episode kind of thing but yeah i I wasn't a huge fan of bella ramsey in this first episode there were some moments that i was like oh shit that is ellie to the t like 100 that is the character of ellie and then a couple other times i'm like yeah i mean that's that's ellie but it's basically just another person kind of impersonating them, you know? So when we go into episode two, three, four, and so on, I, I'm definitely going to be paying attention to that relationship between Ellie and Joel because, like I said earlier, the relationship between Joel and Sarah was key on if that moment was going to work. Her uh, Sarah getting shot, okay? That was key. That is the key to that relationship, to that moment working so well, is that relationship. The key to the entire series as a whole is the relationship between Joel and Ellie. The most important relationship in the series, in the game, has to be Ellie and Joel. If they don't nail that, the series is not going to work. But I I, I don't foresee that. I, I think if we're going based off the first episode alone... I think I'm going to give it time. I'm going to hold my critiques a little bit, and I'm not going to hammer them too hard with Ellie not being as developed. I mean, granted, we only got like what, three to five minutes of her in this in this particular episode. So as the series progresses, I'm definitely going to be looking at that because that is the key to the whole series. And if anything from this first episode that I take from it, it's I'm not concerned about it, honestly. it Could, could that relationship be utter garbage by the time the series is done sure but if i'm looking at how how much care they put into this one episode with all the characters and the adaptation part of it and kind of expanding on those characters and their their personalities i i don't have any reason to worry i i really don't i I just i'm just not sold on bella ramsey being the actress up to this point so definitely gonna be looking forward to that as we continue with this series but yeah, I give uh, episode one nine out of ten. I, I think it is an amazing episode, and it it met expectations. It really did. I don't know if this episode could have been any better. Maybe if they were just expanded and kind of made the uh, second half of this episode a little less convoluted with what's going on, you know, maybe. But I know what's going on. That's just coming from me as a uh, a reviewer for for someone that has not played the games, right? So, personally, I, I thought this episode was great, amazing. I, I don't know if it could have gotten any better. And I am definitely looking forward to the rest of the season. I think it's an interesting choice that they're going to include some of the Left Behind series in into this into this first season. You know, where where uh, 
where Ellie has her friend and it's the prequel basically to to The Last of Us. So there are some flashbacks expected and that's going to be all of season one is going to be all of the first game plus the Left Behind DLC, which I have not played the DLC, by the way. It's interesting to me because I thought going into season two, hey, they could expand on that time frame between games one and games two. So from what I've heard, they're not doing that. It is a strict adaptation of the games. They're not expanding on anything else that's not in the games. But at the same time, they did expand on some of the game already. So I'm, I'm a little confused as to what their what their end goal is. What their goal is for adapting the games. Season 1 is game 1. And then season 2 is, I guess, part 2? But then I've heard rumors that they're going to split part 2 up into seasons 2 and 3. And then what if there's a third game coming out? I, I don't know. I don't know. So it's difficult to tell what their what their plans are for the future. Regardless, I'm not going to uh, speculate on that. I'm just going to enjoy the series for what it is. And so far, it is a fantastic adaptation of a video game. One of the better adaptations that I've seen. Is it the best? Maybe. Maybe so. Castlevania was a great adaptation, adaptation of a video game. I, I think this might be better. But... It's still too early to tell. This is episode one, so a lot of things can happen between now and the end of the season. But yeah, 9 out of 10. I am definitely looking forward to episode two. Y'all let me know in our Discord or on our Facebook page uh, what you think about episode one and the series so far. No spoilers, though. No spoilers. And you can get access to our Discord by going to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Supports at any of those tiers, and you get access to our Discord and you could be you get to become a creator slash producer of all of our content. But guys, that is going to be it for me. I can't wait until tomorrow when episode two drops. I'll be off work so I can watch it in real time. But nonetheless, I will catch y'all next week on the continuation of this review series of The Last of Us Season 1. Until then, y'all take it easy, and I'll catch you next time on another review. Laters.